Hi, friends and mothers. We wanted to jump on briefly. Um, the episode you're about to hear was recorded before the untimely passing of Matthew Perry, our friend Chandler Bing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very sad. Yeah, yeah. He definitely left a mark on television and um, all of those he helped through um, sober living. And um, we didn't read his book, but as far as I understand, he was an advocate for, you know, helping those who had issues with addiction and, you know, brought about a lot of awareness for his own uh, mental health struggles. Yeah, and he... um he said, I read an interview, an older interview that someone posted where he, he said that, like, he knows that he'll be remembered for Chandler Bing, and he's not yeah. against that, but he would hope that people remember him for what you're talking about, for the work he did uh, with uh, addiction recovery and, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wrote um, a play, too, about kind of his struggles. Okay. Um, he opened up a um, sober living facility for men called the Perry House. And he always would be willing to talk to someone who's had similar experiences and help people. So we want to recognize him as an incredible comic actor. Yeah, that's the other thing that like we don't want to sound like we want to honor his wishes and remember his work with uh, um, with 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 addiction um, and mental health. But also like we should acknowledge that like he became famous because he was so good on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, that that's, you know, the premise of the show is that I'm new to Friends, or I was when we started, and um, one of the first things that really stuck out to me about the show that I didn't really think about until I watched it was that there's there's just no weak link in this cast, and yeah. um, the show would not have been what Friends became without these six people and so Matthew Perry is as integral to the success of the show as his five co-stars absolutely and I know like hindsight or whatever but I can't imagine anyone filling those shoes in the way that Matthew Perry did like the combination of just like sarcasm and sardonic humor with like when he starts a relationship like you see like the more emotional side and yeah uh, yeah yeah, that we, we've talked about that moment um, at the end of last season when the uh, when Monica's playing craps and the die goes off the table and it's like rested against the leg, you know. And I can't remember what it's if it's like a four they're going to get married, if it's mm-hmm. a two they're not, mm-hmm. or the other way around anyway. And he's and he's like, it's a four. Like that's a beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah, he was a fantastic actor all around. He was fantastic in things other than Friends. I mean, he, he um, unfortunately, you know, had troubles like a lot of actors who were uh, associated with one role have, have troubled, you know. Uh, he had multiple shows from Studio 60 and the Sunset Strip mm-hmm. to go on and the Odd Couple reboot. Mm-hmm. And I know there were some... Some others, and he did other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a rom-coms, right? Yeah, I, I, I know I've seen um, Fool's Rush In. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I was a kid when it came out, so, uh, I mean, I was a teenager when it came out, so I don't know um, how much of it holds up in more ways than one, right. but he, he marries Selma Hayek, and there's yeah. a lot of, like, white people, Latino people, culture clash stuff. Yes. It is probably like, I thought was funny at the time, maybe hasn't ended well, but I remember one point in the, um, in the movie, he drunkenly does a Ricky Ricardo impression. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but I remember it being really funny. Yeah. You got some explaining to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like moving forward, it's going to be difficult to watch an episode, at least like for the next few ones that we do, that we cover, because, it's it's just so sad and it's, it's just so tragic yeah. and it's too early. Fifty four is way too young. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Especially the circumstances. So all of this to say, um, Matthew Perry will be greatly missed. Yeah, and we will probably talk about him and his passing more in yeah. the weeks to come. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, don't be alarmed by the fact that we're not talking about it in the episode you're about to hear. Yeah, that was recorded before. Yeah. So thank you. And uh, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Rest in peace. 
podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. We just recorded like two days ago. Yeah, we, yeah, we like so the, no, nothing new. When we started this podcast, it was still like tail end of like quarantining, you know, or or at least like yeah. heavily heavily pandemic. So we had time to do it at the same time every week. Yeah. Now we're we're busy. We're out there, you know. Yeah. So we keep having to move around the recording dates. Yeah. But uh, that's okay. Um, we still have termites. Do we? We still have a cute dog. Yeah. Well, we don't know. I mean, we yeah, we attempted to take care of the termites ourselves. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Uh, we think, did. No, we, we, asked, we hadn't done it yet. But we asked our friends and mothers. Right. We haven't gotten any correspondence at all because that episode right. hasn't even posted yet. Yeah. This is, <laughs> is going to be a shorty. Uh, you know, we you say that, but uh, we tend to... We do go on. We do go on. Yeah, and we tend to, to, to get sidetracked. Um, but this is not a podcast about whatever we were just talking about. It's a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. We watch an episode of each each week in concurrence. Then we recap and we point out similarities. And we have other fun segments. That's what we do here. We are currently on season six, episode four of both shows. Season six, episode four of Friends is called the one with Joey's Porsche. Yeah. And season six, episode four of How I Met Your Mother is called Architect of Destruction. We're going to put a pin in the Architect of Destruction, uh, and we are going to jump into season six, episode four of Friends, the one with Joey's Porsche. Um, so we, we pick up shortly after the last episode ended, um, Ross and Rachel arrived back at Monica and Rachel's apartment, which, now that I think about it, it's like, why did they go there? <laughs> Um, yeah. But I guess Rachel still has stuff at that apartment, so um, they're still fighting. She's still yelling about what uh, w- about what happened, and, and uh, they're gonna get the annulment. Okay, yeah. right? That's basically what happens here. Yeah. Um, then we go to the perk, and uh, Joey and someone else are standing at the counter ordering something or paying with Gunther. You know, mm-hmm. um, and there's a like, you know, this is a three uh, a, a three camera sitcom, which means usually it's three cameras that are in stationary places, and you know they might have a zoom in or out or tighter shot or longer lens or whatever. But uh, there's rarely there's camera movements. There's occasionally insert like close ups on this show. You know, mm-hmm. remember like uh, Phoebe putting down the ball that they've been throwing for like eight hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a like, close up on the ball, but this there was like a like a dolly shot, like a a push in and and like we're trying to push in, like a, the camera dollied inward and panned as it like came to Gunther and Joey's. There's not usually a lot of like filmmaking flourishes. That. Yeah, I on, didn't notice that part on this show. Um, anyway, Joey's. Still, I truly can't remember who he's at the perk with, but um, uh, he finds the um, he finds a pair of. A set of keys to a Porsche. That's um, how I'm deciding to say it. I thought he uh, was just at with gun. Oh no, because Chandler. Someone, someone Chandler. Else, is it Chandler? Yeah, because someone Chandler says, insults him about the shoe. Um. Yeah. Well, no, because they're all they're all there. But someone is standing at the counter okay. with him, who who's like, "Why don't you check the lost and found?" It might be Rachel because she would know there's a lost and found, right? Because yeah. she used to work there. Yeah, maybe. So maybe it's Rachel. Anyway. Um, he finds the the keys to a Porsche, and um, uh, no one claims them. And um, he also, yeah, looks in the lost and found and finds a, a shoe, a single shoe that he left behind at the perk. Um, Phoebe wants Chandler and Monica to help her babysit Frank and Alice's triplets, um, uh, but she says first she like says it's three puppies and then at the last minute switches it's actually triplets yeah um, wait so Chandler Leslie and who's the third I don't remember okay Frank the third oh maybe it is Frank Junior Junior yeah, yeah Frank Junior Junior okay um, instead of the but, third yeah that was the joke that's funny yeah um, Phoebe 
doesn't want to baby watch these kids on her own, which I understand. Like, you're not, A, you're not used to babies, and B, there's three of them. Like, I understand and, wanting help. And there's a lot of baggage there, too, I would right. imagine. Sure, sure. Uh, she also apparently wants to use their apartment, I guess, to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to think if we've seen... Like, it, has Phoebe moved? We see, we saw the inside of her apartment before, mm-hmm. because Frank came over. Yeah. But I, so I guess that's still her. Apartment. We've never met Denise. Never, never met Denise. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, Joey is go, goes out to the Porsche, and people start thinking it's his, including like it's it's clearly a chick magnet. Like women want to talk to him, uh, so he starts pretending that the that the Porsche that's parked on the street that he has the keys to, but uh, is not his, uh, is his. Um, Ray, Denise, Phoebe's roommate, is out of town on an extended vacation or extended work thing. She's not coming back till the end of the year. Um, so Phoebe, uh, Rachel's going to move in with Phoebe. Uh, Ross shows up with the, the the annulment paperwork, and Rachel is like super mad at him, you know. Um, and uh, what then? They're babysitting. I guess it's the next day. They're babysitting. Uh, Joey decides to wash the car <laughs> since he's he's still he's like clearly lost his mind a little bit about this Porsche, but um, he's not crazy enough to actually drive it. Yeah. Even though he has the keys, but he decides to wash it so people will think. So he has a reason to be standing by it, I guess. Uh, but um, the owner shows up and. <laughs> Drives off. The actual uh, owner of the Porsche gets his keys back and drives off. Um, Chandler wants, uh, while babysitting, wants the babies to play with an action figure, um, which uh, um, the Phoebe and Monica tell him is like not yeah. suitable for kids that small. Small parts, and then, it's sharp. Yeah, and they can choke, and then he ends up accidentally swallowing one of the accessories. To prove them wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we go to get the annulment, and the judge is played by Conchata Farrell. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Oh, really? Just kind of recently. I just oh. looked her up. Um, yeah. She, yeah, she died in 2020. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't watch... Uh, uh, what's that show? Two and a Half Men. That yeah. was, that's definitely what she's most known for, but I, you and I probably think of her from um, Edward Scissorhands. Yes, I'm of guessing. course. Um, she's also in Mystic Pizza, Aaron Brockovich. Oh, I haven't seen Mystic Pizza in so long, so I can't say for sure that I remember her being in that. But um, uh, that I remember who she who she played. But um, she's also on one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And is she one of the in Edward Scissorhands? She's like one of the ladies who like orgasms with a haircut. I think so. Yeah, okay. and like one of the ladies who like they all bring things over to the yeah. house when they, yeah. Um, but it, there's a Buffy episode from season two. I'm sure you remember it, maybe not by name, but I'm sure you remember when I tell you. It's called Go Fish. And it's the one where uh, Xander joins the swim team for the uh, Sunnydale High. Okay. And it turns out the coach is, like, secretly turning the players into part fish people. Oh, that's right. Um, she's the nurse. Okay. And the only reason I'm spending so long on this episode is because... Crazily, I just earlier today recorded an episode of my other podcast, Battleship Pretension. We recorded our Halloween episode, and the theme this year was nautical horror. And I mentioned this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then I come home, and we watch the thing, and there's Conchetta Ferrell, whose yeah. only Buffy episode is the same one that I was just talking about. Weird. Out of 144 episodes of Buffy. I don't know. Seems like a bigger deal to me, I guess. <laughs> no, it um, is. It is. Yeah, but I think she's definitely, um, or yeah, she was definitely, it's sad, was definitely best known to most people for Two and a Half Men, but yeah, we didn't really watch that no. show. Like, do you know Melanie Linsky was on that show? Like, someone that I think you and I think of is this, yeah. like, cool indie darling actress. Yeah. Like, probably most people in America, if they saw Melanie Linsky, would be like, oh, from Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And I didn't even know that she was on that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um... All right. Um, turns out Rachel's had a little bit of fun um, with the annulment papers um, saying that Ross is mentally unstable, a drug addict, and also gay. Um, 
which uh, a doesn't hold up well, you know that uh, that as a joke. But also in the category of things not holding up well, Friends does much better than How I Met Your Mother this week. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, uh, I had forgotten about. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So, where am I? So they won't. She won't give them an annulment because they were in a serious relationship. I don't know. Uh, Joey, meanwhile, since he's lost the Porsche, he has decided to deck himself out in Porsche branded gear. Yeah. Um, Chandler turns out has to go to the hospital because he swallowed this little toy gun. Phoebe doesn't want to be left alone. Uh, Joey goes down and pretends he's waiting for a valet to come back with his porch, but there's like no valet stand or like he's standing outside like a record store or something. Yeah, you and that dude who walks by calls him out on it like no. you're holding your keys. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Then uh, Ross and Rachel walk by still arguing um, and uh, Phoebe is actually doing okay with the baby. She's changing the diapers on her own um, but then she knocks over a, va- a vase. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If I'm going to be a guy who says Porsche instead of Porsche, I might become a guy who says vase instead of vase. Yeah. Are you a vase person or vase person? I think I say vase like just to make myself laugh, but I say vase. <laughs> okay. Uh, friends and mothers, vase or vase? Yeah. Vase or vase? I got I to gotta write that down. Um, although, I guess if I write it down, it's just going to say vase or yeah. vase. Yeah. Yeah. How do you... Um, is it like maybe it's oh yeah yeah. V-A-H-Z yeah okay I was Uh, gonna say V-A-H-A no yeah you're you're right okay Um, so she knocks over this vase and it breaks Mm -hmm. and then she just like picks up the vase the whole thing and puts it in the trash and the flowers yeah but there's there's a chunk. There's a chunk. Of, there's a chunk too. of glass. She's watching three babies who are rolling around on the floor. I there's a chunk too. of glass on the carpet. And somewhere. I thought that was gonna be like, I, yeah. I need to find the broken glass. Yeah, but that's not what it is. No. It turns out while she's doing that, one of the babies disappeared. So no props to the props department. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the babies disappeared. Um, crawled its way into a drawer. Is real cute. Real cute. Uh, but then. The other babies disappear. So every time Phoebe turns her back, yeah. babies keep disappearing. That's too many um, babies. But then, yeah. <laughs> but then when Chandler and Monica come home, Phoebe's very happy with herself because she got it all done. She fed them, changed them, put them to sleep, but she completely destroyed the apartment. Yeah. There's like, like the curtain rod is broken and like the roll of paper towels is just like been like dragged across the kitchen yeah. like a some weird banner or something. It's just, it's insanely messy yeah uh, but she's happy with herself uh and chandler's like uh but then yeah when monica comes in with a little Dwayne reed bag yeah um, th- I, that was props to the props yeah. department um yeah i love when they do that new york stuff mm-hmm. like zay bars and Dwayne mm-hmm. reed they just didn't even comment on it it's mm-hmm. just yeah that's cool um but um yeah so at first monica's like fr- flipping out and then chandler is like hey the important thing here is that phoebe is like self-actualized a little bit but then Monica starts talking about them having babies and Chandler freaks out a little bit but that's not really uh, we end more or less with a really sweet a kind of sweet scene I mean the whole thing is ridiculous but Ross comes home with the divorce papers and Rachel needs to sign them and they're finally done and then Rachel admits that she has gained some recall from the night they were drunk and admits that getting married in the first it was her idea in the first place and they kind of joke a little bit and have a sweet moment and and a hug this is another one where ross hugs rachel and he mm-hmm. does smell her hair mm-hmm. um, but now we're yeah more aware of what's happening yeah uh so that's kind of the end of the episode except we get a tag at the end which joey's standing next to what looks like a porsche with like a tarp but there's like specific like car tarps but it's a yeah. tarp or a um uh, tarpaulin is the f- what tarp is short for which reminds me do you, remember, you and I we used to like go on walks around our neighborhood with Darlo or with Jack before um, there was a house that had like a classic pickup truck parked that was always covered yeah. but with a cover that was clearly custom made because yes. it fit perfectly and yes. everything and our joke was always I wonder what's under there yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, this must have taken Joey such a long time to, yeah. like, perfectly... Yeah. Like, where did he get the boxes? Yeah. Yeah, boxes... I've moved enough time to know the boxes uh, 
are hard to find unless you're willing to buy them. Yeah. Uh, but then at the end, someone just like crashes into the like runs into it. Yeah. Like well, a kid's like <laughs> playing ball, and at first he's like, Joey's like, "Hey, watch out for my Porsche or whatever." And then okay. he like goes long and like catches the football <laughs> and tumbles into the yeah. boxes. I wrote it's boxcar child. <laughs> Very hilarious. <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode. Do, I, do you have any other stray observations? Um, I will say maybe this is like uh, for fashion, but the episode starts with um, Rachel in the plaid shirt. So I like that continuity. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, also, the, like, <clears throat> I was so like when everyone finds out that Ross and Rachel have been married this whole time. Right. Like, Ross totally throws Phoebe under the bus, even though she's been, like, keeping the secret for him. And Ross is so quick to say, Phoebe knew this whole time. Well, I guess he says that I already told her that you knew. He's, he doesn't... It came up in the argument, I guess. Yeah. I don't think he did it vindictively in the moment. I, but I think he was just, like... He just wanted to take all the attention away from him in the moment. Okay. And blame Phoebe, which I didn't like. Okay. Uh, oh, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, funniest moment. Uh, moments. I'm going to start with, uh, yeah, just Joey's glee at finding his shoe. Yeah, my the, shoe! My shoe! <laughs> yeah. Um, when Joey is trying to, like, be a cool Porsche guy, mm -hmm. and he's, like, blabbering on about it to anyone who will listen, yeah. he goes, yeah, she tops out at 1.30. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when Conchata Farrell R.I.P. is reading Rachel's list of complaints, uh, including him being gay and uh, drug addict and everything, it also says he's unable to consummate the marriage. And she goes, well, that makes sense since you're gay and addicted to heroin. Yeah, I had that, too. <laughs> um, when uh, Ross and Rachel are kind of having like a sweet moment at Ross's house at the end, um they're like being honest and she's like, it was kind of my idea to get married. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, I divorce a lot of women. That's my next one too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then my only other one we already talked about is just the boxcar kid. Yeah. Boxcar <laughs> child. Boxcar child. Um, uh, did you read the boxcar children? I did not. No. Oh, I did. No, I read Judy Bloom. I read, yeah, I read some Judy Bloom. You were allowed to read both. <laughs> did you read, um, like I, the Ramona series? No, I like in, I mean, this is so dumb, but I was probably just, like, too self-conscious as a kid, and I read the Fudge books, because they were like, these are okay for boys. Right, right, right. Yeah, which is dumb now. Right. <clears throat> um, um, I'm really glad... I also read The Babysitter's Club. Uh, and I, Yeah, I never read that. Speaking of that, so you and I, um, for the, I think, well, the first time for me, I don't know if it was the first time for you, we watched a couple episodes of Bluey, because we were over at a friend's house, yeah. and, and the they were trying to get the daughter to go to bed, so we watched a couple of episodes of Bluey with her. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that Bluey was a girl, and I find that very, uh, I, I'm, I think that's very positive. That's something that is clearly not, it's not a show that is meant for girls only, right. as a girl lead. There's so, so much of the time, it seems like. You know, um, I mean, yeah, uh, Babysitter's Club is for girls, quote unquote, you know. It's, but Yeah, it's like coded. Yeah, but like boys or girls are supposed to read, you know, Tom Sawyer or whatever. Right. Um, so I, I feel like it's great that there's something that's has a girl lead as a child and isn't like made for girls. But I guess Dora the Explorer was the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. That wasn't like made for girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I never like watched Dora the Explorer. Bluey is like... It's such a low bar. It shouldn't be like, wow, this is such a progressive show because the father is involved in his kids' lives <laughs> yeah. and both parents yeah. work and these these parents listen to their kids and spend time with them yeah. and go on adventures with them. But I, I guess it is like progressive. Yeah, that's why Chip Chilla exists. That's why Chip Chilla exists. Um, <laughs> friends and mothers, check out Chip Chilla. Yeah, look up Chip Chilla. If you want to laugh. Um Oh, so I'm still in my funniest. Um, when okay, when Phoebe's like, "Oh, Denise is moving out <laughs> December 26th," and then Rachel like makes a joke like, "Maybe she's Santa Claus," and then we see Phoebe's face like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> she's Santa Claus." Um, Joey walks into um, the Babysitters Club with the baby. Yeah. He goes, 
Hey guys. Hey babies. <laughs> and then finally, when like Ross and Rachel are like walking down the street, like Rachel is like irate. They're like angry. And Joey just says, hey, how are the Gellers? <laughs> Joey had some good ones. Yeah, that was a good one. I should have, I should have put down, hey, how are the Gellers, too. Yeah. That was very funny. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to Friends but Make It Fashion? Mm, yeah, I... I don't... already talked about the plaid shirt. Well, it I has don't, a weird back to it, though. I yeah, no, we talked so... We were so happy about the plaid shirt last week and when then, it was under a jacket. And now yes. we see that it has a back that's just like... Kind of like periwinkle, solid, yeah. like non-plaid. Yeah, like it was fake. Rachel's plaid. non-plaid shirt back yeah. is what I wrote. Yeah. Um, but that also, I'm going to do two in a row just to keep it going. Sorry. Okay. Um, I liked Phoebe's babysitting sweater, but the same thing happened. Where, like, it had a cool red front that had, like, a forest scene. Yeah. And it had these brown sleeves. But then when she turned around, the back was, like, yeah. black and white paisley. What is, what is with these, yeah. like, front and back different yeah. things? I don't know. And I then did, she I paired like it that. with some jeans that were heavily embroidered. Okay. <laughs> Which, it's it was it's too much. Yeah. But I guess that's kind of Phoebe's style. Yeah. But I guess speaking of embroidery, Monica's babysitting sweater I loved. Uh, it was kind of maroon, and it just had, like, two lines and some mm-hmm. little, like, flower mm-hmm. things across the, the chest area. Mm-hmm. No. Um, what also, else do you have? Uh, nothing. Um, okay. I thought it was sad that Gunther only makes $4 an hour. Yeah. But, I mean, even, like... In 1999. That would seem low, but I guess he makes tips, too. I hope people tip. Yeah, I guess. I'm trying to remember what I was making in 1999 when I worked at Best Buy. I feel like it was, like... Six fifty or something. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, um, I remember like <clears throat> babysitting for five dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. Now you get. I feel like I don't know if it's because we don't live in the suburbs, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like our friends who babysit, they're they're spending like twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, on twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Which I guess if you worth it, I see. Yeah, but if you live in the suburbs and you have like like the neighbor's kid, you know, and you just like throw him a few bucks an hour, which that's what I did. I babysat too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a very funny, cute story about babysitting. Can I tell it? Yeah, please. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I was babysitting um, these two boys. Their brothers. Um, oh man, what were their? It was. Dan and the little one was Matt, maybe? I can't remember. But um, <clears throat> let's say it was Matt. I can't remember what his name was, the little little one. But he was, like, super shy, and it was very difficult to get him to open up to me. And so we'd, like, watch the movie or something, and they were like, we wanna, you want to play a game? And and they were like, okay, we'll go, like, I guess there's a closet in the basement where all the games were. So, like, we'll go down and get a game. So they go down, and then just Matt, just a little kid, comes up, and he doesn't even have a game. He has, like, a Star Wars playset or something. And he sits down... And starts playing with me. And I'm like, oh, finally, this kid's opening up to me. And we're playing. You know, Han Solo's fighting stormtroopers or whatever. And then he, like, puts down his thing. He looks at me and he goes, Dan's stuck in the closet. (laughs) 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 Um, So Dan, I guess, trying to get a game had gotten him so stuck in the closet. Yeah. The saddest part is that I ran down there to get him out of the closet he had freed himself and was just quietly setting up Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur for Aww. us to play. <laughs> so cute and yeah. very sad. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's under the umbrella? Um, okay. Um, Monica being excited about cleaning, even cars. You know, I was thinking, like, when she comes home to, like, the super messy apartment after the babies are sleeping, wouldn't she be, like, excited about it? Oh, because it's something very new. she could, yeah. like, clean up all night. Yeah. Um, also, um, we get a we were on a break. Yeah, we do get a reference that we were on um, a break. Yeah. Uh, Ross having anger issues, and he takes it out on the stenographer. That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, let's see. Oh, a plate of cookies. Phoebe has a full plate of cookies she for does? herself. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Chocolate chip cookies. Um, I was just surprised that when Chandler wasn't, when Chandler was objecting to the idea of babysitting, he didn't bring up the time that he and Joey left Ben on yes. a city bus. Yes. yes. <laughs> that didn't seem to come up, but I guess 
in this this show is which is like a pre new golden age show there's less like obsession with continuity and history and memory you know yes yeah i feel like a, a show now would absolutely he should have said like, like oh no reference. i can't be trusted to babysit yeah yeah <clears throat> okay <clears throat> um should we take a quick break yeah this episode is brought to you in part by noom forget one size fits all diets with noom you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle no food is off limits enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Okay, we're back, and um, we are ready to jump into How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 4, Architect of Destruction. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so Ted is talking about designing the HQ of Goliath National Bank. Um, He's working with uh, their Uncle Barney quite a bit. Um, Barney has these, like, high expectations of the building um, and Ted is more practical like let's make a rooftop patio where people can mm-hmm. eat their lunch yeah um, the building is the Arcadian yep which, mentioned last week which yeah. we spoke about um, and then so Ted was going through like the history of the building um, I don't remember how old it was but he was saying like It was like from the 19th century, I think. Yeah, he was like a place for kings and queens and then made like a bad joke about drag queens. And and it gets so much worse. And it gets so much worse. Um, And then uh, something happened. We don't know what happens, but then Ted says like, I can't design the building. And everyone's like, what? Why? Um, Meanwhile, Marshall and Lily are uh, set in the mood and... Trying to make babies, mm-hmm. right? Um, Marshall <laughs> um, is like putting on socks with like traction on the bottom, and yeah. that's a huge turnoff for Lily. Yeah. He also refers to himself as Papa. <laughs> Papa needs traction, he says. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a common. Because they have silk sheets. But it's like a commonly understood thing that like socks in bed are not sexy. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Max and Robin are hitting it off, um, and Lily just kind of, like, let lets it slip, like, oh, he's great, um, like, they get along, they both like hockey, I mean, it's okay that he has a small penis, and Marshall's like, what? Yeah. And he can't, like, believe that they know about his penis size, and he can't stop thinking about it, because Max is his friend from college, right? Yeah, yeah. There's two things at play here. Like, I think... Marshall being unaware that women, like, talk about their sex lives with one another is is dumb and too, like... Yes. Um, ...naive of him. Yes. On the other hand, I think there's something very true about the idea that, like, a guy does not want to know that sort of information about another guy, especially someone he knows. I would not want to know anything about the size of any of my friend's penises. Would, I would you become I would obsessed with know. it? Like... And like, I mean, not to this comedic extent, but yeah, it would probably like if I knew that one of my friends had a small penis, I would think about it every time I saw him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. So I think the show actually like hit on like landed on something yeah. that is I think actually true among a lot of men, and then it gets into I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but like, um. It always, like, obviously for many reasons, it bothered me when Donald Trump described himself, like, uh, when he described himself grabbing women by the pussy, Mm -hmm. and he said it was just locker room talk. I think Mm -hmm. the show gets the point that, like, uh, that's not what locker rooms are like. Most guys, like, regular guys, Mm -hmm. are not, like, talking like that about about women. I I think Marshall gets... um, Marshall gets like to something that I think is more true. The way that guys talk about their sex lives is 
pretty general. Like, Vague. it's like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you know, like he says, I hit that or whatever, you know, like that is the way they talk. Like the idea of going into details um, about if I were ta- if a guy were talking to me about like a girl he had sex with and started going into details about her body or about what they did, that would be very weird. That would be not how guys talk to each other in my experience. Hmm. So I think this show, this episode, uh, hit on some truisms about the way that men communicate or don't communicate about, about sex and, and genitalia. Okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, okay, so they're all at McLaren's. Um, Ted is, like, defending his decision. He's like, you know, the Arcadian is an architectural landmark, and we need to preserve it. And... Barney tries to make a point that, um, well, first of all, that um, they're going to clear out all the the tenants with snakes. And Ted's like, what? He's like, nothing. Um, I don't recall saying snakes. uh, Yeah. Um, And Barney makes the argument that new is always better. And, I mean, that's obviously bullshit. Yeah. And then he's like, in every situation. And Ted challenges him by... um, talking about new Guns N' Roses yeah. um, uh, and, like, new Scotch. Yeah. And, of course, like, Star Wars. And Star Wars, yeah. Um, uh, Robin and Lily say girls talk about everything. Marshall's appalled. Um, Ted wants to ask the board of GN, of G and, GMB, GMB yeah. um, for a new building... And everyone's like, there must be, a, or Barney's like, there must be a girl. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then we learn that, yes, there is a girl. Her name is Zoe. Played by Jennifer Morrison. Played by Jennifer Morrison. Uh, again, this is like Conchetta Farrell being like very popular from a show we didn't watch. But Jennifer Morrison was on Once Upon a Time for years. And before that, she was on House for years. Just shows we didn't watch. But she's also been in a lot of movies and stuff. You know, I get her mixed up. Not... I don't get her mixed up, but she reminds me a lot of, um... Oh, um, is it, uh... I want you to figure it out. No, because I know, I think I know who you're saying, but I've suddenly forgotten... Alicia uh, Cuth- Cuthbert. Oh, that wasn't who I was going to say. Doesn't she look exactly like Alicia Cuth- Cuthbert? Uh, I can definitely see it. Yeah. I think, um... Yeah, I I like Alicia Cuthbert a lot. Um, me too. Uh, but who's the... Um, who are you thinking of? Someone who I think is probably oh Sienna Miller. Who's who I, who oh I was no, of. no 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 no. Um, but I think Sienna Miller is maybe a little bit older than mm-hmm. Jennifer Morrison and Alicia Cuthbert because mm-hmm. Jennifer Morrison's like our age. I feel like Sienna Miller is older than we are. Yeah, I think not, so. Not by much. Okay. Um, and then they have like a like a meet cute by like her not being a drag queen. Or yeah. Uh, transgender sex worker yeah, which is what they use like, the wrong term and it's the incorrect term and they also use a slur although yes. I guess at the time it wasn't a slur it wasn't but it was slur. or it probably was a slur it just wasn't thought of as a slur by people yeah. who were saying it to be funny yeah. anyway I'm not going to say it you can figure out what it is so Zoe isn't yeah it was yeah uh, yeah um, it took this episode down Quite a few pegs. I mean, yeah, if you're going to have an actual slur in an episode, yeah. that's going to color a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So it turns out Zoe is into architecture, and they make the argument that old is always better, and they make jokes about, like, can't wait to get old. We can fall yeah. asleep driving. We can steal shit. We yeah. can look ugly and wear whatever we want. Um, and then she asked him to sign this petition to save the Arcadia, he, Ted in the moment, lies and said he's a veterinarian, um, even though he's an architect of destruction. Um, and then we get a reminder of all the ways that he's lied in the past to impress a, a girl. Well, um, not lied like Barney. It's more like become something he's not. Yeah, so he pretended to be an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> We're adrenaline junkies. Yeah. That um, and then also like a... Um, like a battle of Gettysburg. Um, yeah. Civil War reenactors. Yeah. Civil War reenactors. Yikes. I'm not, then, on, not on board with Civil War reenactors, no. no matter which side you're on. No. And then a wizard, um, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, 
And there's a whole argument of like changing who we are for someone. Um, get more reminders of GMB putting snakes in buildings, <laughs> yeah. but not snakes, but maybe just snake eggs. What has what have you changed about yourself? For you? For me. I know I have become much more of a food sharer, which because that was something like a oh, real yeah. we've talked about that. something you really didn't like about me early on that I was just like, no, I ordered this, and you ordered that. I remember there was on our one of our favorite podcasts, Doughboys, uh, Mike Mitchell, once, who was also not a sharer, once once said, "I would rather buy you your own order of French fries than give you one of my French fries." And I'm not like that now, but I, I that like really spoke to me. That really was the way I used to think about things. Yeah. Uh, now I'm much more of a sharer, so I've changed that about myself. Yeah. I also like the outdoors more. I think. Yeah. 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 Than than I than I used to. Uh, what about you? Have you changed anything for me? I'm trying to think. I'm I also you not I also change. turned you into a degenerate gambler. Yeah. You. So you changed um, a lot about me. What did I change about you? Um. Let's see. Yeah. Nothing. Um. You're not meeting me meet me halfway here. Are I'm you? a I'm a podcaster. That's true. You are a podcaster. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. What else? You love heavy metal now, right? Um. <laughs> I don't like sports but i'll i no no i've always gone to yeah sports, sporting events are fun sporting events um yeah i don't know huh. beer okay yeah i'll take it i don't know you i got you i got you before. into halloween i got you yeah. into so it looks like i'm changing for you left and right and me. you refuse to change what, for me in what way should i no be you're perfect don't change you. a thing hmm I'll think of more. I wouldn't change a thing about you. Uh, um, friends and mothers. Oh, yeah. Have you changed for a partner? Yeah. In what ways? Hashtag. <laughs> uh, spare some change? <laughs> no? You wanna, yeah. Can you punch it up? <laughs> um, hashtag going through changes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hashtag small change. Yeah, I like spare change. Okay. Okay. Um, no, I said spare any change. <laughs> <laughs> spare change. Okay. But spare change is better. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Marshall and Lily are on a double date with um, Max and Robin. And Marshall can't... He's very distracted thinking about small penis. Um and then Max doesn't like do himself any favors. Like he's like, I have a very small business. Yeah. Very small staff. Yeah. And then, um, no, never mind. Uh, I'll save this for funniest okay. moments. Okay. There was the funniest moment in there. Um. Uh. Ted. Oh, Zoe shows up at Ted's um, building, um, and she has a van full of bunnies. She's also part of like an animal rights group. Yeah. And. She's like, oh, I figure you're a veterinarian, so yeah. you can... Um, check him out. Check him out. Um, Marshall feels so bad for Max. He, like, hugs him and <sighs> explains, like, locker room versus, like, ladies telling every detail. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zoe... Men, men don't share. Which is bad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Um, Zoe's a little bit crazy, but for a good cause. So Zoe's principled and... Ted is not. Um, we see them outside of the Arcadia, and a big, huge banner comes down of like architectural wizard Ted Mosby, and he's dressed as a wizard. It's the picture that Bonnie and, took yes. of him being dressed as a wizard. And yeah. Zoe's appalled and very upset. Um, Ted like runs home. Barney's there with um, a rabbit. <laughs> he rents a chair and like swivels around. Yeah. Um, he's petting a rabbit he's named Cottontail Cottontail yeah um, he loves Cottontail mm -hmm. um, again we're not we're anti-animal actors but yeah not gonna deny that those rabbits are cute yeah um, Marshall meanwhile like can't focus on sex with Lily because he's imagining Lily and Robin like doing a play-by-play -play commentary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um mm, Ted comes up with a new design and shows Zoe like his design blueprint saying like we can make this space like for everyone while maintaining the 
historical something or other, and then he discovers that she's married. So he sees her ring, and then he's like, oh, fuck it. Like, it, so it was yeah. about the girl. Like, yeah. he doesn't have principles. He doesn't care about the historical yeah. whatever. It was just about Zoe. It's like the, um, uh, oh, what was the show? The British sketch Snuffbox? Did you ever see the... Uh, I didn't. The girlfriend? It's like a running thing where Matt Berry, you know Matt Berry from... Yes. Uh, what we do in the shadows and stuff like that, where he'll, like, um, chat... He'll be, like, like, putting the moves on a girl, and the second she mentions boyfriend, he just, like... Like, at one point, he is, like, uh, bring a... Like, oh, I'll, uh, uh, I'll help you carry this tray of drinks to the table. And she's like, oh, thank you. My boyfriend likes the IPA or whatever. He just, like, drops the entire tray of drinks and walks away. <laughs> I've had... This is, like, infuriating, but, like, I... I've had, like, a full conversation with someone at a bar thinking, like, oh, this is, like, a funny, friendly conversation. And then, like, maybe after, like, 20 minutes of talking, like, with other people, hanging out, whatever, like, drinking, Mm -hmm. like, I'll say, like, oh, my husband, blah, blah, blah. And then immediately it shuts down the conversation. And it's, like, I had my ring the whole time. Do you not? Yeah. People don't look? I guess. I don't look, but I'm also not out here hitting on ladies at bars but it that that wasn't the impression that i got at all you know it well i guess maybe he's good at it yeah maybe yeah yeah um he was he was chatting you up so well you didn't even notice notice that's riz the guy's got riz yeah i guess um but yeah ted's like um that building's falling apart and is full of snakes (laughs) yeah (laughs) um meanwhile marshall said oh marshall's like um, like he says Papa don't back down from a fight and then he feeds Lily commentary to like tell Robin and it's clear that Marshall yeah. wrote it um, yeah <laughs> and at one point she's even like I can't read that baby yeah yeah um, <laughs> not convincing Zoe eggs Ted and then a bunch of protesters downstairs are egging Ted and I think that's finally the last time he sees Zoe. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and then the final scene, they're in the locker room. Um, Max says he wants to break up with Robin. And then Marshall's like, oh, he's like, he wants to break up with Robin because that weird thing that she does in the bedroom. Yeah. And Barney and Ted are like, oh, yeah, we know this. And yeah. Marshall's like, what is it? Because he's the only one who hasn't slept with Robin. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, dude, like, we don't talk about that. Yeah, it's the locker room. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end. Uh, okay, I have a couple things. Um, when Marshall is talking about how um, there are some things that you want to be small, and he's like, no one says, look how big my cell phone is. If only he knew. Yeah. Cell phones keep getting bigger. Again, they kept something, getting smaller. Something that doesn't age well. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. they got wrong. Yeah, they kept, kept cell phones kept getting smaller, and now they keep getting bigger again. Yeah. Um, I. Um. One thing that's different about me now than when I first watched this episode when it aired is that I have started to follow a lot of Los Angeles preservationists. Yes. Yes. This. <laughs> I thought of um, esoteric. Esoteric, yeah, yes. uh, is, a, is a great, uh, in the yeah, LA Conser- Conservancy. Um, and what I found myself thinking was that, like, yeah, preservationists are c- crazy, <laughs> a lot of them. A little bit, yeah. But I feel like the kind of crazy who's a preservationist and the kind of crazy who's an animal rights activist, I don't actually think there's that much overlap there. So it seemed weird to, like, jo- Zoe seems like a strange character to me, that she's crazy about old architecture and animal rights that se- that doesn't seem like the same the same type of passion I don't see that overlap I don't, just doesn't didn't ring true hmm. mm, yeah yeah um, I think it's interesting that like this probably says something about Marshall's self-esteem or something that when he imagines Lily talking about their sex life he imagines her complaining mm-hmm I don't think that's the kind of relationship they have. I feel like, and I think that's probably the same reason, like, I don't, I'm not self-conscious about, like, the idea of you talking to your friends about our sex life. I don't feel self-conscious because I feel like we have a good sex life. And also, if there were a problem, you would just tell me. Yes. Like, I don't, and then the same with, like, Lily Marshall. I don't buy that Lily would, like, 
hold on to these complaints, which right. she wouldn't. It's right. Marshall's idea, so I think he's got some low self-esteem issues yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all. We can move on to funniest moments now. Um, okay. Um, okay, so I'll start. And this is a funniest slash umbrella because we get a really good payoff when um, when Barney's talking to Ted, like, it's so cool to be working together. This project is going to be legend. I'll send you an inter-office memo. Yeah. And then later in the episode, <laughs> like... An assistant walks in the office and he screams, not now, Trish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a inner office memo that says airy. So it's yeah. legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Not now, Trish. Yeah. I'm talking to, but it's, oh, she's like, but I have a, but an I have urgent a... message for Mr. Mose. Yeah. <laughs> I think Barney and Trish worked this out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I don't think he's really yelling at Trish. I just wanted to make sure that Trish is okay. Yeah. Um, when Matt, when they go to the steakhouse with Max... And when he keeps saying like things that are not doing him favors, yeah. he talks about how he's going to order the porterhouse. And he's like, because I've been here before, it is like this. this. It's huge. Yeah. He has his fingers like an inch and a half apart. Yeah. And he's like, it's like this. It's huge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know at what point Barney does the spit take of the grape scotch, but I love yeah. a spit take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and grape scotch sounds like great Scott. Yes. From, uh, anyway. Um, when... Uh, when Marshall's getting mad at Lily and Robin, he says, you ladies and your salty sailor talk. Yeah, salty sailor talk. Um, when Marshall, like, feeds Lily, like, a script. Yeah. And part of it is, like, Marshall and his sure-footed traction. <laughs> um, my last one is kind of two. Um, the signs of the protest. First, there's, confu- there's confusion where half the people think that are the marijuana legalization protest. Yeah. And one of their signs says, let me be blunt. Yes. Um, yes. But then the signs of the actual protest, one of them says, buildings are people too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Ted is still pretending to be a veterinarian and um, she brings the bunnies, he's like, let me go get my bag of vet supplies. <laughs> and then he's like, why did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, also, why didn't he just say he was a professor? That would have yeah. been a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, also in um, Marshall's imagination, when um, Lily and Robin are doing like the play-by-play commentary, like in their bedroom, mm-hmm. they're drinking Cosmos. Yeah. And they even say, more Cosmo, and yeah. cheers. That's it. All right. Let's. Do you have anything for Make It Fashion? It's not a very um, fashionable episode. Robin. Unless you count the wizard robe. I like Robin's gray blazer at McLaren's. Hmm. And then I like her date look. She has like a pink dress. It has, of course, it, like a weird. I don't like that like shoulder zipper. zipper thing. I don't either, but I like her updo. Okay. Um, and in Marshall's like imagine, imagination about um, them complaining, Robin is still wearing the same dress from the date with the yes. little like shoulder zipper yeah yeah it was a nice dress up until that dumb like that dumb zipper kind of ruined it duh. but I, I like the look um under the umbrella uh transphobia, transphobia which we by, hate ooh, yeah animal actors which we hate um robin loving hockey uh star wars um yeah um just kind of like Men are from Mars. Women are from, you know. Yeah. Like Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. We're, we're all so different. I think we're more alike than different. I'm going to go out on a limb and say mm. we're more alike than different. Mm. Um, but there are, some, I think, some uh, cultural sort of like learned behaviors. Of course. You know, that are, yeah. yeah. Like I said, men not being very open with yeah. one another is... But we can always like. Not, it's not like our default state. It's how we've been. Right, but we can challenge that yeah, and talk should. about them and yeah. learn from them. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the similarities? Yes. Um, <clears throat> okay. In Friends, there are babies, whereas Marshall and Lily are trying to make babies. Okay. Okay. Um, also, like um, doing fi- like lying to impress girls joey with his porsche and mm, ted barney. with oh oh ted but yeah, yeah. that's true yeah because i was gonna say barney does that every episode but yeah yeah um also um the city streets new york city streets <laughs> yeah that's true we get a lot of uh, like bad 
soundstage yeah, backlot. Back yeah. yeah, I guess it's not backlot, is it? I don't know. I think it, I don't know. I don't know the definition um, of those terms. Also, drug use. So one of the pro- the protesters, the like four twenty friendly <laughs> protesters, yeah. and then Ross being a heroin yeah. addict. All right. Um, this is not this episode of Friends, but there is a very famous episode of Friends where Ross and Chandler are talking about women talking about penis size. Yeah. It's like in the first season, I think. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe later, but like, do you remember that? They're at the yeah. park and like, they're in, and Ross is like, they tell each other everything. They tell each other about girth and Chandler's like, why do they talk about girth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... And that was also kind of stolen from Seinfeld. <laughs> Shrinkage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's let's play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. Friends. friends. Yeah. You you throw on a slur. It's not gonna not doesn't, gonna go well. Doesn't bode well. Um, but also Joey's Porsche storyline was very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Let's. Uh, well, I said let's catch up on our correspondence, but we don't have any. Yeah. It's only been two days. The last episode hasn't been posted yet. Um, so let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So season six, episode four of Friends, the one with Joey's Portia, aired on Thursday, October 21st, 1999. Um, couldn't find a lot, but uh, October 21st, every year... Uh, in the British Empire is Trafalgar Day, uh, oh. where they celebrate the naval victory at Trafalgar, which we happened to just learn all were, about yeah. uh, on our wa- a walking tour uh, in in London. Yeah, and we learned that uh, I've already forgotten his name, but the guy who led the battle, playing the battle, he died in the battle, but uh, has a statue there. And uh, we learned why it's called Trafalgar, because that's where the battle was, and yeah. off the Mediterranean coast of Spain, I think. Yeah, Trafalgar Square. Trafalgar is a town in Spain, I guess, like a coastal town in Spain, and that's where the battle was. So, yeah, we just learned all that. We also learned, I didn't know this, that, like, um, there are statues on every corner of Tra- Trafalgar Square. But initially, there were only statues on three corners, because back in whenever this thing was built, when this battle happened, like, the... 1700s whatever they ran out of money and never put one there so now they have a rotating statue every two years to celebrate something else yeah so the one that's currently there is um a statue of a malawian man um who like sort of uh was kick-started like this sort of malawian independence simply by um wearing a hat because at the time only white men were allowed to wear hats in public yeah. and this this was a Malawian black man who wore yeah. a hat and uh became a symbol of resistance yeah. um that's yeah it's a very cool statue all right um top 5 songs in the US <clears throat> on this day <laughs> at number 5 ba ba a little bit of Jessica in my life. All right. Uh, at number four, TLC's Make Me Feel So Damn Unpretty. Uh, number three, NSYNC Music of My Heart. At number two, Mariah Carey Heartbreaker. And at number one, Santana Smooth. So, um, so it's the same five songs as last week, just in a different order. Yeah. Smooth has jumped up to the number one spot. Yeah. And I, part of the reason I was... I hate it. it. Well, I hate it because it's a terrible song. But part of the reason I hate it as much as I do is because I. this is when I was working at Best Buy, and it was... I think I said before that we would get three CDs a month and just put them on shuffle. Yeah. But And they were all, like, current hits. But when a song was enough of a hit, it would show up multiple months in a row. So I felt like we were listening to S- Smooth, Smooth. At, at work yeah. so much. And I hated it. I loved um, either when I opened the store or when I closed because it meant once the store was closed or before the store opened, I could grab literally any CD uh, in the place mm-hmm. and listen to it while I worked and then just shrink wrap it again. Um, that was perfectly allowed. Um, I remember being really into soul coughing at that time, which I don't know if that's embarrassing oh, now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, sing it? Um, well, soul coughing is the band. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but what was there? I know they had like a... Yeah, uh, Super Bon Bon. 
move upside and let the man go through. Uh, let the man go through. Yeah, uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Um, although that guy, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he was on WTF with Mark Maron like years and years ago. It's a fascinating story about how much he hated being in Soul Coughing and how much he did not get along with the rest of the band at all. Yeah. Um, pretty fascinating. Okay. Uh, season six, episode four of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Architect of Destruction, um, aired on Monday, October 18th, 2010. Um, a lot of stuff that happened here is a real bummer. Um, I'm going to focus on one that is a bummer, but um, uh, at least it's nature as opposed to people being awful to each other. Uh, Typhoon Meggy um, made its first landfall uh, in the Philippines on this day, and Typhoon Maggie uh, continued to exist for 12 more days and, and um, uh, continued to move through the Pacific and, and uh, hit more more countries. But it made its first landfall. Uh, it would eventually go on to kill 69 people, mm. Typhoon Maggie. Mm. So, top five songs, I'm sorry, but <laughs> top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Uh, again, it's the same as last week. Uh at number five, Usher, DJ Got Us Fallen in Love. At number four, Katy Perry. Number three, Nelly, Just a Dream. At number two, Far East Movement, Like a G6. Why am I singing? It's a stupid song. At number one, Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are. Which, you. so I, I don't sing the songs that I don't like. Mm-hmm. But you know, because we live together, mm-hmm. that I will have just the way you are stuck in my head yeah. and like walk around the house singing it and yeah. then be annoyed with myself because I don't like that song. Yeah. Yeah, I often sing songs I don't like. Yeah, those are the ones, uh, often songs I don't like are the ones that really stick in your head. Yeah. Um, all right, final segment is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we would try to predict what's going to happen next week on the show armed only with knowledge of the episode title. So I said Joey's Porsche. Joey inherits a Porsche that sucks, but he won't let go of the status symbol. That did not happen. Um, You said the GNB office building from which Barney and Marshall bring home the bacon is getting the dynamite treatment. I mean, you were right about a building getting demolished, but you had entirely the wrong building. Yeah. Um... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up what the next episodes are called, but I'm going to need you to vamp oh, for okay. a little bit. Lil Tiger Straight Pumpkins. <laughs> Honey Crisp Apples. Fall Fantasy Pumpkins. Sweet Picante Peppers with Cheese. Mini Maple Marshmallows. Pumpkin Bisk. Autumnal harvest pasta sauce. Lactose free cream cheese. Okay. <sighs> Season six, episode six of Friends is called The One on the Last Night. Um, and. Oh, man. Are they already going into, like, holiday hiatus? Mm. And is this maybe a New Year's Eve episode? Mm. Because this will be Y2K. Mm. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Joey learns about... Y, two, K, and starts to panic. Do you think he's a prepper? I don't know. I think he's just gonna. He's very gullible and he believes everything. Okay. What did you? Did you? Were you nervous at all about Y two K? Um, I wasn't nervous. I was more nervous about people doing shit. Oh, okay. You know, like people freaking out and doing weird shit, which it's true. Um, like stockpiling yeah. things and panicking. Oh, and that, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I was nervous either, but I was curious. Because I didn't know, like, I knew 
and I, I still don't know a lot about computers. Yeah. You know, I think my understanding is that people who actually knew a lot like programming and stuff were like, this is going to be fine. Yeah. But I was like, I didn't know. So I was like, I wonder what's going to happen. I, I remember being nervous. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, I usually try to make these funny. Um, uh, um, how, about, how, about, how about Joey learns about Y2K and starts to go all chicken little? Okay. Is that good? Because mm-hmm. at least that has some personality to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, season six, episode six of How I Met Your Mother, uh, coincidentally, is called Baby Talk. Mm, okay. Um, okay, so Marshall and Lily are talking about uh, babies. And I think they're going to have arguments about how they're going to raise their babies. Everyone's going to have some opinions. Um, Let's see. Um, Lily and Marshall don't see eye to eye on child rearing. Rearing, yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. Um, we did it. We did it. Uh, you Thank you for listening. You can find the episode. You can find the podcast wherever you have already found the podcast because you're listening and you know how to do that. Uh, but you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. That's also where you can find my, my podcast, Battleship Pretension, which is about movies. Uh, you can leave a comment on, on the, those posts or you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com uh, you can also find me on um, Twitter and Blue Sky at Davy Pretension I'm also on Letterboxd at David Back I wouldn't really want to talk about uh, Friends or How I Met Your Mother because that's Letterboxd is just movies yeah. but um, if you want to look what, about what I think about the movie that I'm watching yeah. uh, uh, reminders uh, for your calls to action all uh, right yeah. Uh, have you ever changed oh, for a partner? Yeah. And then the hashtag was spare change. Yeah, hashtag spare change. And then do you say vase or vase? And you have to spell vase V A H Z. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a guy who says vase now. And then I've decided. all of the other calls are still applicable. Oh, yeah. How do we go about getting swole? What's your favorite candy bar? Uh, what, oh, yeah. what characteristics do you associate with someone who is an Angelino? Yeah. Would like to know that? Uh, Natalie, where can people find you on the internet? They can't, okay. as you know. Okay. Um, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Give us five stars. And if you don't want to, let us know why, because we love constructive criticism. Yep. Uh, until next time, we'll see you at Dwayne Reed. Oh, yeah. Bye.